Welcome to Twiatch's 2016 Year in Review. Um, you can go to a lot of places and you can see this is the best RPG game, this is the best fantasy game, this is the... You can tell what I love. Um, <laughs> this is the best sports game, this is the best competitive whatever. So we're going to give you something else. We're just going to kind of give you our takes on, on categories and things that we found interesting that happened this year. Kind of kind of more of a highlight yeah. than anything else. Highlights highlights particular to to how unique the year was. Yeah. That it tells was, a better story than what's the best RPG. Right. Or or even, you know, the best game. Because like uh that's that's highly subjective. And so we figured as long as we were doing subjective, let's go all the way into subjectiveness. The first category that we have is favorite story. Yeah. because uh, that was one that I could see while while we were talking about it. But yeah. yeah. Favorite favorite stories as far as the year goes, the ones that they kind of reached out to us. Yeah. Now, I, I put a few in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dark Souls 3 has an Dark Souls amazing was story. really fun. Um, and I, I love the story and I love the lore. And I don't think that this should get the award. Okay. Because it takes so much digging to mm-hmm. experience the story that they're telling. Okay. And 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 I and I say that loving the Dark Souls series, as you know we do. Yeah. I don't think that it should it should win the category based on that. Okay. Um, sorry to so let just, you down. Just just lack of accessibility to yeah, the story. I mean, it, it it's it's not as accessible. It's it's harder for people to even people who have beaten the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I mean I got like halfway through Bloodborne and I'm like I still don't know what's going on here <laughs> and you can go through these games and you yeah. still you can just you can still enjoy the gameplay without enjoying the story mm-hmm. and I think this this category needed a good story okay uh, Uncharted 4 was on here as well I think it's a it's an amazing story it's an amazing uh, ending uh, yeah. for the Nathan Drake character uh, and I think that was that was really great as well do you have another one you wanted to highlight here um, I was actually going to go ahead and say uh, Unravel yeah. Which is another kind of obtuse story, but um, you you are a little yarn character, and the story is not actually the story of the protagonist. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting, um, because what they did is is you have you have Yarny, he's going through someone else's memory. Yes, and I I really enjoyed that, and I liked like you you don't have to dig into the story, but you can kind of take what it is that you have. And, and just enjoy it. Yeah. And then uh, my second mention, even though I haven't seen it in its entirety, mm-hmm. is going to be Telltale's Batman. Yes. Because I know the Batman characters, and I'm consistently surprised by that series. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really enjoying that, because like uh, these characters have been around for long enough that there are some times when I'm going through a story... And I know, I know, beat for beat, what's coming up next. This is going to happen. The only difference is like the lines or sure. the setting or something sure. like that. This has Oswald Cobblepot planning a revolution to take down the high and mighty, and he's like, he's 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 like pre pre penguin, yes, but he's still a villain. That is really fun. I don't know what's going to happen with Harvey Dent. And, yeah, and an associ- but Penguin, even more interestingly, has an association with um, uh, with Bruce yeah. from childhood. That's yeah, not part that's, of the comics. Yeah, and that's all. that's a lot of fun. And so, like some of the some of the things that you're telling me, like uh, Bruce finding out that his parents were involved with the mob, yeah. things like that, and all of the, all of this that we've mentioned is in the is in episode one, 
and there's a lot more to it. I encourage you to go check yes. that out or watch or the Let's Plays that, through, that yeah. we're working on. Yeah. So, so yeah. that that was going to be um, that was actually uh, another one that I was thinking about putting on the list as well because I love the story, but mm-hmm. there's so many different stories in here, and I, I kind of wanted a specific story and taking you on a journey. So, I, I, I again another story that I, I love. I wanted to highlight a very particular game in this though. Okay, Firewatch. So yeah. Firewatch's story, um, if you guys disregarded it because it's a walking simulator, uh, I encourage you to to check out Firewatch. the The story and the way that they tell the story um, is is great. Uh, in the story, uh, even the, just the setup of your character, but then realizing what happened to uh, I won't even say here. <laughs> Realizing what's what's happened or has happened or is happening, yeah. I'll leave it that vague. Uh, was really interesting and very well done in a storytelling aspect. So, I'm gonna give that the award. Batman gets the uh, gets the uh, honorary mention of okay. the, of the category, though. All right. Yeah. So uh, another category we have because we have kind of the best of, worst yeah. of type thing going on, and uh, we have a category for worst launch. Yeah. Um, this was an interesting year for a launch. So you you, you go ahead and start this topic. Sure. So there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of bad launches for different reasons mm-hmm. uh, in in this year, and there's a lot of stories that'll go down in in video game history, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. One that people aren't talking about is Umbrella Core. Yep, because we <laughs> barely noticed that it came. Like some somebody mentioned that the other day, and I was like, that did that come out? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There was a Resident Evil game that came out in 2016, and no one's talking about it because yeah. it's not really Resident. Because Evil nobody wants no. It's it, it's the launch that nobody wanted. Yeah, it it's it's a game that no one wanted, a launch that no one wanted, and it, it didn't need to be anywhere near anything ever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's basically <laughs> what could, uh, Konami's going to be doing with the Metal Gear series. Survive, yeah, yeah, with survives. One one that's actually more personal to me, one that I was invested in, yeah. was Mighty Number no. Nine. And you were saying that Umbrella Core is a game that nobody wanted. Mighty Number no. Nine is a game that nobody wanted, but it was sold as a game that we wanted. Well, yeah, like, because the, 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 the original package, the yeah. original pitch and what we were told we were getting was a new Mega Man game. Yes, but we're not going to call it Mega Man. Yeah, and then like the the art styles and like they they sent. Okay, I I backed this, so I own it. It's it's in there somewhere. <laughs> I've played maybe fifteen minutes, yeah. and I was like, "No, I, I, I can't." It's well, it's not what you were promised. No, and and like they they spent they spent so much time. I was getting emails literally every week on Thursdays that said, "Hey, here's what the community's up to." I'm like, "I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't, I don't want to help you design robots. Nope. I don't want to vote for robots. I want you to go." Make a game with that art style you showed me at first, which is not the one I ended up with. Yeah, and I, I was I was really really disappointed by this, and and yeah, it it, it made me sad. It 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 made a lot of people sad. I've seen some people who have said that these were people who had not followed the hype. Okay, they didn't get on Kickstarter. They were just like, oh, that's a new game. I'll play that game, and they enjoyed it. But they didn't go into it going, this is new Mega Man. Yeah. So that leaves well, a bad like, taste. Like, everything about that game is awful, though. Like, even down, like, the the the, the music is, is half-hearted. The, the dialogue is bad. The acting is worse. 
and the, not done in a purposeful way. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's a three million dollar. I mean, game. it even it even it had Spike Spiegel. Yeah. And his voice was disappointing, and that's hard to do. <laughs> so, and then the one that that was the most publicized, the most blown up, yeah, which is probably the one that I'm, I'm going to say was this. It's the worst. Was No Man's Sky. From every aspect of this game, in regards to its launch, uh, it it failed, uh, it, except for the fact that you could. I mean, you could get online, uh, but the game was not what we were promised, and. Yeah. Uh, I think there's there's countless videos that you can look up on YouTube and other places about what happened, what was promised, why it was promised, uh, and even people arguing saying, "Oh well, they didn't advertise that." No, when you have an interview, and someone says, and "You say," and your lead developer says, "You can go out and you can explore planets and meet up with other people." Yep, uh, and you can't. And specifically saying like, "Oh, you won't know what your uh, you won't know what your character looks like until you unless you found someone else, and they and then they could see what you look like, you could see what they look like." But but you can't. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And and that and the fact that at launch yeah. this reaction, everybody went, "Hey, wait a minute, what happened here?" Yeah, and they went silent. Yes, dead for silent. All of the social months. media accounts shut down for seven weeks yeah. after launch. Yeah, and then they said, "Hey, here's a patch that has some things." I, that some of you wanted. And I, I know people have uh, enjoyed the game for. For certain reasons, uh, I think it should yeah. have been. I think it should have been a twenty dollars title, is what I think. This yeah. is basically an early access game that got on PlayStation. Um, yep. There, there were a lot of promises made in interviews, and I almost feel like uh, like this guy Molyneux did in a way that Molyneux couldn't even do. Any interview, and anytime anyone asked, "Can can you do this?" He was like, "Yeah, here's how you can do." It. <laughs> That's yeah. that's and it's unfortunate because for what the game was at launch, <laughs> it wouldn't have been that bad if it was a twenty dollar game, if it was a if it was a hey here's an indie game, you know this is a little indie darling that Sony picked up and yeah if if it had been if it had been pushed forward like a game from that game company yeah which which they support those and they yep. let you know when those are coming out but they don't they don't push those and say hey. Here's the biggest best game that you're ever gonna play that has infinite everything. Yeah, and so yeah, that was. I, I think it's also a lesson in hype done wrong. No, I agree. I agree. So uh, next category we have is the most likely to replay. Mm-hmm. So a game that later this year, maybe next year, is a game that you'll go. You know, I haven't played that in a while. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll, try this I'll, again. I'll pick that back I want to pick it up. Uh, and Dark Souls Three um, was. I guess I spoiled it. Dark Souls Three was my was my <laughs> pick. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, Dark Souls Three was my pick for this because out of all the games that came out, that game uh, it had so much depth. It, it is the perfect example of when a sequel gets something better and better and better than its predecessors. Yeah. they've improved on everything and they didn't destroy what you know what made something good before. It it also it's it's very rare that a game manages. Honestly, any art manages to pull together new material, match it up with yeah. what came before, and put that together as a coherent package. Yeah. Because uh, Dark Souls Three has so many callbacks to the first series or the first game, and and you get to see so much resolution with characters and mysteries and questions that we had. Yeah. 
while giving us more questions. <laughs> and that's it, it was it was it was a really fantastic thing. And then um, because of the way that the game works, mm-hmm. uh, I have to go back in there to get to the ashes of Arendale. Yeah. So I was gonna replay that anyway, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited I'm excited about going back. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, like if you want if you watch our launch stream, which we had for that game, which yeah. I was happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, like we we sat there and we we just patted our heads against against Vort and uh, the second boss, Doge Knight, and Doge Knight, <laughs> Doge Knight, Doge Knight. Thanks, Christian. <laughs> and. Uh, and yeah, so I I went back through, started a new character, uh, and I I beat Udixkandir on the second try and beat Vord on my first try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because because like I, I I have just I've reached a point where I understand the game, I understand yeah. what it's what it's doing, how it works, and so even though I had only beaten that guy once on like my seventh or eighth mm-hmm. try, or five hundredth yeah. try on my last playthrough, I go back. And I can take him. Yeah, and that's that's just magnificent. Um, Another so, one on here uh, that I wanted to put on there was um, was Uncharted Four. I uh-huh. mentioned I mentioned it again because this game is not getting enough uh, credit, in my opinion, for how great it is. Um, and and that's I don't know. That's kind of sad, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I think that the I think the story is really good and the gameplay is really good. It's a, it's another example of well. I wouldn't say it's better than two, okay. But but it's a very good game, very good gameplay, uh, and uh, and really again fun story that makes you want to experience it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, next and then topic. our next our next category is uh, <laughs> games that got underplayed. Yeah, and uh, you said Battleborn because that came out at the same time as Overwatch, and Overwatch just took over the gaming community. Yeah, because. Because it's beautiful oh. and wonderful, but Battleborn is and and I haven't I haven't played it. <laughs> I have, you I have. have, and Battleborn is not a bad game. Yeah, I think Battleborn is there. Battleborn is lacking in a few key places, but it's it's fun. Um, but it's lacking in a few key places, and it is different than Overwatch. It's very different. It is yeah. to me. I would say it's more uh, more like Destiny, okay, than it is Overwatch. Yeah, except with all these different colorful classes that you can play of these characters, and yeah. and that's what makes it similar to Overwatch. And everyone just went to Overwatch because the the market was you know you're cannibalizing the market. You're launching two games like that. So yeah. Call of Duty and Battle Battlefield uh, launching at the same day is yeah. going to be a problem. You have way too much overlap on there, yeah. uh, especially with new properties coming out. Well, and and one of them had the Blizzard polish, yes. Which, and and that's we were drawn to the characters in that. Yeah. Whereas Battleborn, I I've seen some of the characters, couldn't name or remember any of. There was there was a I guy that had camp. like a Spartan skirt type thing. Yeah, I think he floats. So Battleborn takes the cake on this, but there are, there are a few others we wanted to highlight. Uh, we happy few. That one, okay. I don't still don't have an Xbox One. I I need I to, want I to play, this, to play game this so badly so it's because a, it's, it's. I admit I I didn't play it, and I'm part of the problem in this <laughs> because this game it's like wow this looks really great and I haven't played it. Yeah. Uh, I did play um, Quantum Break, mm-hmm. and it's another game on on here uh, that 
yeah, there was, there was a lot of hype surrounding it, and then when it actually came out, some people were like, this game is really fantastic, and then it just dropped yeah. and went away. It's not, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is really good. Um, there's a lot of story. There is a ton of story, and they, this, I mean, the amount of money they spent to shoot, essentially shoot a live-action TV series yep. within the game. With Littlefinger. With Littlefinger. Uh, and uh, it's it's sad that that not as many people played this. Yeah, especially because, like, uh, this was one of the more ambitious games, I feel, that we've seen in the past five years. Yeah. Because uh, so many different ideas have come forward of how to mix live action. Because, like, Halo, uh, leading up to Halo 5, they had, like, a TV series, and, like, Spielberg was supposed to be on at one point, and, like... All kinds of all kinds of hype for this, um, but like Quantum Break, as you play through, you get to a cutscene, and the cutscene is half an hour long. It's an episode, it is an and episode. it was affected by your gameplay, and it's 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 bloody ambitious. Yeah. and I don't, I don't believe that we will ever see another game that no. like made that way. I around. agree, I agree, and I, actually, that's going to segue into into our next uh, into our next category. Because the next category uh, was the the game to plan your life around. Okay. And the game to plan your life around for 2016 is... Overwatch. Because I come home, <laughs> and I'm like, who's on? We going to play this? You can, Okay, okay. And I, have, I have a Facebook group. I'm that. adding friends. Honoree for that. But that has, that has a social aspect to it. Yeah. Quantum Break takes the cake. And Quantum Break gets the award for playing game to plan your life around because you need to plan to when you, if you're playing the game you need to plan I'm gonna beat this level and then I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna watch a 30 minute cutscene. Okay. It's not a it's you know that's a oh honey when when are you gonna be done with that are you are you almost done yeah I'm almost done with the level and then we're gonna watch the episode <laughs> and then the thing. All right. Uh, yeah. So as opposed to a game where uh, I like games that. I like storytelling, but I like to be able to go, okay, I'm at a good stopping point here. I will yeah. stop, take this up later. Yeah. And Quantum Break has has that big downfall to it. And, and yeah, you could you could skip it, you could access it later, but it, it to me, the way that it flows, it wants you to keep playing. And that's yeah. not how gameplay gameplay should make you want to keep coming back. Yeah, but it it this this particular method is somewhat restricted. It's almost like an MMO where it's like, yeah. here's a carrot on a stick, carrot on a stick, and you're like, oh crap, I've been playing for six I can't, hours. I can't start this dungeon. I can't I need start to go to work in an I hour. I need to go to work. Yeah, maybe I could do dungeon. <laughs> yeah, and so, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. So so okay. play, game plan could plan around Overwatch. You could plan around other games that that have that aspect to them. Yeah. But Quantum Break is just a unique aspect of, of that. I, li- but, I like that. I like that category though. <laughs> that's, that's that's one. He's he's springing some of these on me. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then we have the the biggest surprise yeah. of the year, which um, we had surpri- we had some surprises this we year. We did. Uh, actually, I I thought this category was going to be all about games that were released seven eight or more years ago that actually came out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like uh, my biggest one was was Overwatch. I've, I've talked about this a little bit. Yeah, I, I will I will condense this and keep this small. Sure. But um, I have never found mm-hmm. a competitive 
online shooter yeah. that I wanted to play. Yeah. Rocket League was the first competitive anything that I had wanted to play ever. I, I agree. I don't get into the PvP side yeah. of Dark Souls. Like I I want to play a game, I want to play a story, I want to get through it, I want to win. Sure. Overwatch mm-hmm. is fun. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I'm not good at the shooting parts, oh. but there's something yeah. for me to do. I can be Lucio and I can just fling sound waves that way and I'm I'm helping. You have I'm helping the team. This this is how uh, that's how I feel about uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Mm-hmm. And when I play Star Wars Battlefront, I do like Star Wars Battlefront. Um, but that's how I feel about it because I might not be be the best player and be <laughs> the one who's the hero of the team. But yeah. I'm having fun, and it does get the award uh, for for the biggest surprise. But there were some yeah. other surprises this there year. Were. The Witness uh, should be on. If, if I'm glad that it's been on so many top games, the 2016 lists. Yeah. But The Witness is a huge surprise because uh, of, of how great it is in regards to puzzles, in regards to, this, to, to storytelling. Yeah. It's a beautiful game. It's a very well-done game in a category that is not done nowadays. I mean, Myst and Riven are, are the ones that come to mind. Yeah, and that was, that was 90s Windows PC CD-ROM. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was how you played those games. So, so for a game to come out and, and for it to be a puzzle game, that introduces all these interesting puzzle types and the and, and solutions and how you have to think about things yeah. is very well done and it does it teaches you in a very uh, very natural way as opposed to just a here's a puzzle game and that's all it is. There's a lot to this game that's a huge surprise. Jonathan Blow is like that was a that was a a known quantity. Yeah. We knew that whatever Blow came out with it's was going to be, be good. pretty interesting and amazing. Um, but as far as like games that we kind of didn't see coming, uh, whenever they were launching the Xbox, they were like, yeah. "Here's a bunch of indie stuff," and we we're like, "Uh, okay." okay. I think okay. there were thirty games shown in thirty seconds at that point. It yeah, was it was it was outrageous, and so like you couldn't really absorb it. But um, one that that came out and really surprised and impressed us was Super Hot. Yeah, because uh, like it. it you you get to be the Banff that you see in action yes. movies, and then you get to watch yourself be the Banff after you make it. But it's a puzzle game too, it's, because you're figuring yeah. out how to do this, and time only moves when you do. And it's 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 gameplay mechanics yeah. that we had never seen before, mm-hmm. but you instantly get it, and it works. Yes, those two things are essential it, if you're going to introduce is. something. Like and this. it you you get the essentially. It's not slowed. It's slowed down time in the way that you think because you can stop moving, right? And plan out your action. Kind of. Uh, I was explaining to someone uh, that they didn't quite get the concept, and I was saying, "You remember in the in the uh, Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. Yep. and how he's he's like, ah, I know he's going to do this, and I'm going to do this. Like that is super hot. Yeah. And you can go, all right. Well, he's he's already shooting me here, but I've stopped. I can see the the bullet coming this way. I can move and shoot him. Yeah, and you can you can do it in a very strategic way. It's really cool to see strategy and first person shooter come together on this. It's a huge surprise yeah. to us. Um, I'm actually going to throw one more out there that yeah. I'm surprised you didn't put on the list. Yeah, uh, is Hitman Go. Yeah, because that, I mean, that it's it's basically a board game almost, <laughs> and they they made it work. It's a it's a beautiful board game um, that works well with the Hitman style. Works well with the Hitman. Um, uh, mythos, mythos, and and everything, to to have to plan out and watch these these paths of of NPCs, which yeah. uh, as, as gamers, um, 
even as much as a couple years ago, you could play a game and go, I know this NPC path is going to continue here. Now we have more randomness. Yeah. But you could play a game like Hitman or something, and you could go, I know he's going to go to this door first, then he's going to go down this hallway. So to to take that aspect of a game and put it into a board game... Turn ba- and, and make it turn-based. Turn-based board game, you move along with everybody else at the same time, Everyone yeah. moves at the same time. It's not a. St- that's what I loved about it the most. It wasn't my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn. It was right. everyone moves. Here we go. <laughs> everyone moves, and I know what they're going to do because they have a set path. How do I take? How do I tackle that? And it's yeah. it's very well done. Yeah. yeah. Next we- category though is the favorite character. Okay. And there's a lot of great characters on here, and I yeah. honestly I'm teetering between two characters at this point. Okay. Um, so tell me who those are, and then I'll tell you my favorite. Okay, so I, I well, I will say first of all, Nathan Drake. I did put on here. He's not a new character, but I, I love Nathan. Right, Drake. but they they also like established his his family relationship yes. with his brother, and that that is you get to see him from a different perspective than yeah. you've seen it before. And I didn't put his brother on the list because I don't think his brother is that interesting. It's a very good story, but it is an angle that yes. allows us to see. Yes. So, Nathan Drake. so Nathan Drake is the, the honoree, honoree, and we're gonna have a lot of possible winners on this. Oh yeah. My my two possible uh, characters were Tracer, mm-hmm. because of Tracer's impact on gaming. You have you have Buttgate or whatever we want to call that. <laughs> uh, the controversy yeah. about 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 her rump, uh, which I don't see a problem with it, um, because mm, it could have been so much more. Sexy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. People made it a big deal, uh, but Tracer. As the, as the head of Overwatch, as mm-hmm. the, the, the figure that people think of when they think of Overwatch, uh, as well as her impact in regards to that historical thing, I think she, it's a very important character. Okay. Um, and the other one was Yarny. Because I loved Yarny. It's, yeah. such, it's such a beautiful, unique character. And he, he doesn't say anything, but you, you get such a sense of who he is yeah. and, and what he's about. I actually almost picked up... I have. I mean, I have the game digitally, mm-hmm. but I almost picked up the... Uh, they have the Yarny... Like, have you, yeah, have you seen that? Yeah, so the collector's yeah. edition is the physical game and Yarny. And I almost you picked get it a up. Yarny. Yeah. And I'm, I'm considering picking one up okay, if, to have in my nerd stuff, my nerd okay, collection. If you go to, I, I think the URL is unraveledgame.com. Yeah. It, Can I just step by Yarny? No, it's step by step how to make your own oh, Yarny. that's wonderful. And it's adorable. Okay, see, I, that's, that, that's what so I'll do. That's what you want to do. I may do that. Um, my favorite is actually Junkrat. Okay. <laughs> because that little <laughs> dude is psycho and he's hilarious. Like, he's, he's flinging grenades yeah. and, like, blowing himself up and there's, there's, uh, uh, an emote animation that he has mm-hmm. where he throws his tire down and dances like can can style on his peg leg. Yeah. And like he has he has animations where he'll like sit on top of his own mind and bl- and giggle. Yes. And then blow As it he up. Blows it up. And then yeah. like yeah. Th- he's he's just he's hilarious. He is. And he is and funny. consistently entertaining. And then uh, just the cast of Overwatch. Yeah. There's so many different characters. Uh, Lucio also is a lot Lucio's of Lucio's great. Yeah. So I, I think I think I'm gonna give it to Tracer. Um, I, I I love I love Junkrat. I think I'm gonna give it to Tracer. And the Overwatch. I mean, there's so many great characters on there. We could have given it to Winston. <laughs> I love Winston. I mean, there's so many great characters on there. I think I'll give it to Tracer for for her being the figurehead and the and the and the, and the, the butt of, of the game. Right. Uh, and but I love Junkrat too. Junkrat is hilarious. Yeah. I think Junk Junkrat's hilarious, and I, I love 
I love the juxtaposition between him and like Hanzo and some others because he's like so stoic and Joker. It's like ah, I'm gonna blow stuff up. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, the next uh, the next category uh, is the biggest disappointment of 2016. Yeah, we so we had some of we, those. We talked about the launch. And there's there's some overlap uh, in regards to that. Yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky obviously was a was a huge disappointment. We and I don't want to rehash the the things on that. No Man's Sky was a disappointment. Yeah. Mighty Number no. Nine was a disappointment. But I wanted this category here to highlight Star Fox. Because yeah. I love Star Fox. I, I played Star Fox 64 for a long time. I played that... Star Fox 64 is magnificent. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to multiplayer games on the Nintendo 64, that was my number two. Number one, obviously, is Goldeneye. Yeah. But number two was Star Fox. I loved Star Fox. It's another ga- another great game. Like, there's so many things that I loved about the original Star Fox. And Star Fox Zero was a remake of the original game, kind of, mm-hmm. and done poorly. And you could have, they could have taken the original Star Fox 64, upgraded all of the graphics, kept the exact same levels, and we all would have loved it. And it's really, yeah. it's really unfortunate that uh, that this new game and done with all this new stuff was not done quite um, that well. So, did you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I have one more, but I'm not sure if it counts. Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. Yes. Came out on console. Yes. And I couldn't play it. Yeah. Because I I I got the platinum. Yeah. On my Vita. Yep. And. There, there is ever so slight of a difference between controlling that on my Vita yeah. and controlling it on the TV. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's if it's the delay for the controller. I know it's the delay if I try to play like on the Vita yes. on the TV. That yes. that doesn't work. But like, there's there's just ever so slight of a difference, and I can't play Afterbirth on a console. Yeah, and I didn't come to it didn't and hasn't come to Vita. So that is that is my disappointment. That is that for is 2016. Yeah, I I'm happy that I gave them money, <laughs> and I will I will if they put it on Vita, I will buy it again, and I yeah. will I'll play the crap out of it. But yeah, one day hopefully. I I, I hope so. Next category though is the our favorite frustrating game. Yeah, I love these. And as you guys have noticed, uh, we tend to be a little bit of masochists when it comes to, to video games. Yeah. Like, a very challenging Me game. Me more than him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like a challenge. I really like a challenge. The Souls games are a great example of that. And and, yeah. this, and Dark Souls 3 gets the honoree for this mm-hmm. category. Because Dark Souls 3 uh, is a challenge. It's not impossible. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've mentioned that on a lot of my playthroughs. Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3. They're not impossible. They're frustrating. Yeah. They're challenging. They're, they they but you push can do, you. You can do it. You can do it. It pushes you to get good. Yeah. But there are some games that just get aggravatingly frustrating <laughs> in how difficult they are. Yeah. And and our, our award for the category goes to Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Red, Red Hook. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Like, uh, just the the concept alone yeah. was was going to be beautiful, and and to manage health and stress, <laughs> and to not and know so, what someone so much do. so much of the of the game is yeah. wrapped up in random numbers. Yeah. And like you can you can stack the odds to a certain extent. You sure. can figure out how to do it and stuff. But like, um, sometimes there's just nothing you can do, and you're gonna die. 
And that's that is a huge difference between that and Dark Souls three yeah. because if you if you you know as you said if you get good yeah. at Dark Souls three then you're going to win. If you get good at Darkest Dungeon, you're probably gonna win. You're probably gonna win. But that game might just take you, bend you over, and just yep. have its way. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same for what, time, for whatever. Yeah. But but like it's it's so fun and it like really is like the okay in in a in a post Song of Ice and Fire. Uh-huh. And Harry Potter world. Yes. If I'm reading a story, and I don't believe that anybody's going to die, yeah. I lose interest in the characters. Yeah. Like I, I don't have that same sense of connection that I do. Like after okay, spoilers for season one of Game of Thrones, and book one of oh, Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. But like when Ned dies, you yeah. believed him to be the protagonist for this show, I, and then yeah, yeah, and then you hit that moment. And like it, it just washes over you with. <laughs> now what? Yeah. What what happens now? And like there's there's a sense of mystery to it. And like going through Darkest Dungeon, I'm like, oh, I hope they survive. I hope they survive. <laughs> and the the sense of of victory and excitement and exultation yeah. that you feel when when you go through something like that is is. That that's just something that I don't get in most games. Yeah. Like if I beat a Mario level, I'm like, cool. What's next? Yeah. If I if I get through a hard long dungeon with characters that were maybe a little underpowered, or like win with like two hit points and everybody's yeah. poisoned, and I'm like, get back to town, back to town, back to town. <laughs> that's that's so much fun. It's it, and I think that's why this this takes the the category because with Dark Souls, Super Meat Boy, with so many of these other games, Super Mario Brothers. It's about your play. It's about you being yeah. able to be better. Yeah. And Darkest Dungeon is about you being able to be better and strategizing and then overcoming randomness and, well, and odds. Yeah. That just, and, and, yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm more... Okay, I, I enjoy the Dark Souls games. Yeah. And I feel a sense of accomplishment, but when you, when you get through a situation in Darkest Dungeon, yeah. like, there's... You you feel lucky and skilled at the same yes, time. Yes, you do, and that's yes, do. that's a wonderful. Thing. It's wonderful. Uh, the next uh, the next category, which is is a wonderful thing, uh, is the games that we found this year. Mm-hmm. So a uh, game that and I had I I was it came out to, before it came out before 2016 mm-hmm. that I played in 2016. Yeah, and it took me a while to find one because I, I I oh I know what 20, mine is. 2016, I played so many 2016 games in 2016. Yeah. Uh, Which doing the show part, and everything. Part, part, part of it is because show. of the yeah, show, yeah. yeah. So one of them uh, that that I I wanted to highlight here though was the Wolf Among Us, because I got to play that because of games, uh, because of the Gold Plus Roundup, because yeah. of uh, our show, and I I loved it. I loved the story, and it's something that I meant to play and didn't get a chance to play until then. Yeah. And the way that they played with the fairy tales uh, is is so well done, and I, I really love the story. So I wanted to put that on this list because it's it's one of those things that's on a back a backlog that yeah. I didn't get to, and I got to it. Mm-hmm. Which one did you do? Uh, Spelunky. Yeah. For for the same reason, uh, like it. It it came out on Xbox. I played it on I played it on Vita. But like I had I had tried it initially on console, on the PS4, and for whatever reason it didn't it didn't hit me. Yeah. But then uh, playing it on on Vita on the go. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I wanted, yeah. and and it was it was a lot of fun to to be able to find that and discover that, and 
it has some of the same elements of, of Darkest Dungeon. Like, there's some randomness to it, but as my skill improves, I as I get better, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a really a really fun thing that I didn't expect because I had already played it, yeah. didn't like it, and then came back to it, which is actually the same thing that happened for me with Demon Souls. Yeah. First time I played, I got to the second boss and was like, I did, I can't. Huh. Oh, I'm so glad I let you borrow that. <laughs> yeah. Starting you on the Souls uh, Souls train. Um, so I wanted to spring a category on you because okay. we were talking about the games with the gold and the PlayStation Plus. Uh, Best gold plus offering. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give three on here for the for the best in my opinion to highlight, which okay. would be Gears of War two, mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Age Origins, and Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, and I. So I, I mean, I think that really that really sums up the year. Now there's a, there's a big lull in there, and they're not bad games. Right, and and there were there were some games that were like surprises yeah. that we you know it was like oh. Where did this game come from? Yeah, but as as far as like value for that particular month, because um, the year before it would have been uh, Rocket League. Yeah, because that that just took over and and everybody wanted to play it. And it was <laughs> it, it was wonderful. But yeah. we we didn't have anything like that. We had a lot of interesting experiences. Sure, but but nothing at that level. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would agree with those three. Yeah. So those those are the three the three best games. I'd say I love Dragon Age. Um. um Actually, I, I'm I gonna do. go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put Blood Dragon in there with it. Okay. Because that game is a heck of a lot of fun. Blood Dragon is a lot of fun. Um, I, I would just say for the most bang for your buck, Sleeping Dogs took it. When yeah. that was on there, I was really surprised because this is, I mean, that's like if they put Grand Theft Auto. On yeah. If and which will probably happen at some point <laughs> this year. Um, not until it, not until it comes off the top ten best selling games. I mean, why why would they give that game away when people are still willing to just throw money throw at money them at every true. month? That's true. Speaking of throwing money, mm-hmm. uh, digitally, yeah. Last Guardian did not make the top 20 list on PlayStation Ooh. for December, and it came out on the 6th of the month. That sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. I liked that. I really like that game. So. Yeah. so that's that's what we have for, yeah. for the Gold Plus Roundup. Best of. Yeah. Uh, the next category is the best no <laughs> the, longer vaporware. The games that actually came out this yes. year, finally. Uh, this is a unique year uh, because there were so many games that came out that were promised and almost a decade ago. Re- yeah, revealed yeah. before. All three of these were revealed before 2009. Yeah. And didn't come out until this year. And all three of them came out this year, which is yes. mind-blowing. Yes. Uh, first for the honorees is Doom. Mm-hmm. Doom did exactly what it, it planned on doing. It, it it knocked it out of the park in regards to uh, first person shooters of unapologetic shootiness, and it's yeah. and it's great. Uh, I and I'm glad that this won uh, so many Game of the Year categories uh, for like action and shooters and stuff yeah. because it is nonstop action and it did a very good job at what, what it set out to do. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I think you didn't uh, get to play this next one. I, I didn't get to play the Last Guardian, yeah. um, and it's it's a very divisive one because there are some people that are like, you know, dealing with the, with bird cat dog. Yep. is is really hard yep. but satisfying. And then there are other people who are like, I I solved the puzzle, I I know what I have to do. I just can't get my big stupid buddy to do it. Yeah, make him make him do the thing. Yeah, um, usually it's. Every story that I've heard involved in that was mm-hmm. was 
usually locked into the AI, like in how it is exploring. Yeah. Because you're you're dealing with a with bird dogs. You're not dealing with tri- Trico is his own thing. Yeah. And yeah, I th- I think that this one you have to view through rose colored glasses. If you don't, then it's it's kind of mediocre. But if you understand the history of this game, and and it's and beautiful. I do, I do feel like well it's done. I do feel like it's it's an important game, and I'm it's a situation where I'm more interested in the story of its creation. Sure. Than I am actually playing. Oh, the sure, game. sure. Um, and and very similar to that is is our actual winner for this yeah. category, which obviously Final Fantasy fifteen. Final Fantasy fifteen um, blew it out of the water. It did everything that ever that it to me. Mm-hmm. It did everything that was needed. You're gonna disagree? Yeah. Go ahead. That game is broken. <laughs> like, okay, Ignis, I know. I've got it! <laughs> yes, everybody knows you've got a new recipe, yep. and yet we're going to have the same bloody conversation again. Well, yeah. And it's going to be Gladiolus or Ignis, and they're going to say one of two things. And and, and Prompto is starving to death, and and, and, and Noctis is, is dying of thirst. Yes, Ignis, we're all still very much alive. Yes, you said that 20 times. <laughs> Repeated audio dialogue yes. is taking me completely out of the game. Yeah. Noctis is interesting only in, as he relates to the other characters. They are they are interesting in and of themselves. And and this this is this my my personal. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I I I understand that it is that some people believe that for you to have a proxy, for you to experience the world, that's how you're going to do. Okay, if you, if you're going to do that, give me choices. Yeah. On how to to do stuff, how to interact, how to do stuff. Give me a, a telltale game. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. If you're telling me a story, mm-hmm. I want Last of Us. Give me your storyline. Let yeah. me go through that. Your your dialogue choices make no difference. Make no difference. I agree whatsoever. And uh, like, I'm I'm running through some trees, not through other ones, mm-hmm. and the camera. The camera hiding behind the trees, and I can't see what's going on, which means that I can't block effectively. Yeah. Combat's fun yeah. if there's not something between me and the and the you scenery. Move the camera, you, you can, oh. but combat is going. Yeah. and so I, I never had. I turn around had just in time to yeah squish. No, I never. Plus, had that for left-handed people, yeah. when you do the the rapid press, yeah. I have to switch over to that oh, in order to beat okay. those every single time. Gotcha. That yeah, that it, it, it's a great game, but it's also a broken mess. So would Doom get your get your yeah. award then? Yeah, Doom Doom is is wonderful and yeah. beautiful and brutal, and it works. Yeah, top to bottom. So Doom. also, I've never had Doom crash on me. This is true. I have had Final Fantasy the the big blue screen of yeah. So we're we're gonna have to give it to Doom then because I haven't had most of these problems, but you've played more Final Fantasy fifteen than I have. I have. So I, I have to. I'm, I'm about thirty five hours in. So so I I have to uh, Plus, Cindy, take you on that. You can't argue with me on that one. I don't want my girls to be in the room when Cindy's on screen. Yeah. I am vaguely uncomfortable seeing her on screen. Ridley likes Cindy, so I don't. Know. That's that's cool. <laughs> no, I'm that, not here to judge. There's there's no. Um, there's no reason for the overt sexuality for that character. Yeah. Um, for a for a game like this, there wasn't a reason for that. Yeah. For a game like Overwatch, 
I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, makes you, it's you, like you have a character, you, and you've you've got this roster of like twenty five characters. That's like, hey, here's here's a one that's super sexy and having fun and with you're sex. Like, cool. Okay, have fun with it. Yeah. So next category though uh, is actually uh, kind of a wrap up. The best games that we'll play next year. Actually, yeah. it's twenty seventeen. So this year, the games that we didn't get to in twenty sixteen. Okay. What 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 are we looking forward to to being able to play out of twenty sixteen that we didn't get a chance to play? Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put uh, Doom on there. I played it a little bit, watched more of okay. it. Okay. Um, but like uh, the 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 way that the humor. Yeah. You don't even have to be playing to know how entertaining yeah. that is. Yeah. But like you you play it. And it's fun to just mow down everything. Yes, it is. And that's that's really entertaining. And I like the protagonist not giving a flying crap. That's cool because like there there's a a deep obtuse lore in there, and he doesn't care. He's just <laughs> kicking stuff over and beating <laughs> stuff up and ripping an arm off and splat. That's true. That's true. So uh, Dishonored Two is on the list for me. I know you didn't. You you didn't like you, it. you go have fun with that because it's 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 a. Bethesda games are kind of buggy and broken and sometimes that's okay when you're in a stealth game and you need it, it to be perfect yeah. I don't uh, they they have a, a very easy way for you to quick save and quick load yeah no fix your game <laughs> so I'm, I'm I am looking forward to playing it I, I hope you like it I hope so one, I, I like parts. ones that I think I will enjoy though okay Battlefield 1 yes I, I want to play, play I want to play that one too because uh, World War I love World yes, War this I. sounds awful, yeah. but I love World War One. Yeah. World War One is a is a fascinating time in yeah. history. Uh, Valiant Hearts. I, I will say again, uh-huh. there are not enough World War One games, and that game told the story of World War One. Yeah. It's it's an amazing time in history, and it's it's one of the first great examples of wartime yeah. advancing technology at an incredible. It's it's like double more speed. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's just coming out so fast, and you've you've got crazy people experimenting with these lethal possibilities and just seeing what happens there. Yeah. And uh, I also like the idea of switching characters because there was so much death in in World War One. Uh, your character would either have to be incredibly lucky, yeah, or incredibly lucky. <laughs> like those are the There's only really, two options. It. If if you are in battle, yeah. That was how you survived, and it, it changed it changed a generation, and I, I like a lot of that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. I agree. The other one was ReCore. Mm. Didn't get a chance to play it. Yeah. Hope, I'm hoping That was another one it. of those that, like, did that? That came out. Oh, I guess yeah. that did come out. Yeah. I saw it in the store um, <laughs> last month, and I was like, yep. wait, that's out? Wait, uh, what? When did that happen? When did that happen? Um, I, did, I didn't bite the bullet, um, but... I'm gonna play that this year. Uh, I want to play that this year, um, and I think Whitney will enjoy that as well. I, I, there are a lot of games that I that I'll as they come out, I go this one, this one Whitney will enjoy. Then I got a yeah. then I got a seller on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think she'll enjoy it. There you go. Yeah, that's the that's the end of our little award show. Let us know in the comments uh, what you think about the uh, about the games that we picked and what games that we didn't pick. And follow us on uh, on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere, Twiatch and. Uh, See you guys later.